0: Full send with the driver? Check. Piercing iron through the wind? Check. Low checker, high spinner, flop to a tight pin? Check, check, and check. No matter what shot you need to pull off, there's one ball that's better for them all. The all-new TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. With a newly redesigned dimple pattern, engineered for more distance, more control around the green, and better stability in the wind, it's the hottest tour ball in golf. So no matter what shot you face, there's one ball that's better for all. The TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade.
1: Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash business growth. Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast continues to enjoy inclusion on lists of the best podcasts to listen to, As a matter of fact, I was just informed that uh, we are on the list of the 12 small business podcasts that will help you sell more on allbusiness.com, so pretty excited about that. Uh, And this is really because um, of the guests who join me. These are folks with expertise in a variety of uh, areas of business, not just sales, uh, but They have their expertise in in their particular area, and they come on the show with me so we can have a conversation where they share that information with all of you. Then you get to take what you need and uh, implement ideas, suggestions, tips, techniques, that kind of thing, so that you can be more successful and happier. Today is no different. Today, my guest is Sandy Abrams. Sandy is the founder of Moisture Jams the author of Your Idea, Inc., and a contributor on HuffPost and Thrive Global. She credits her entrepreneurial success to her nearly 30 years of yoga and breath practice. She has consulted as a small business thought leader, content curator, and social influencer for brands like Capital One, LegalZoom, Sage Software, and Marriott. Sandy also leads Breathe Like a Boss and C-E-O-M workshops I, I just so love that, I want to say it again. C.E. <laughs> yeah, do that. I love it. CE.Om workshops to share the power of breath for success. Thanks so much for joining me today, Sandy.:
2: Thanks for having me.
1: I am thrilled to have you. Anyone who's got CEOM workshop is okay in my book.
2: <laughs> I'm glad it's resonating with you, and congratulations on the recognition for your wonderful podcast.
1: Oh, thank you. It, it was—it's uh, just so much fun, and I'm so glad because it just means it's getting in front of more. You know, you and all the other guests are getting in front of more people. So
2: yes, thank that, you. That
1: is, yeah, that's what it's all about. Um, so. I, I am a firm believer in, um, I was going to say I'm a firm believer (laughs) in breathing, but you know, that's Uh, good. That's a good thing. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Uh, But, but how, for how powerful breathing really is uh, for so many things um, that we are doing. Um, I, I am curious though, about using the power of breath in business. So you know, tell us more about, you know, how we can do this or, you know, a simple way for people to start using the power of breath.
2: Sure. And first of all, I think I, I should say mindful breath, because that also makes it easier for people to grasp the idea of, well, what do you mean breath? And so I like to call it mindful breath and It's sort of a one-off from meditation. I've been doing, as you mentioned, yoga for 30 years now, but I've never really grasped onto long-form meditation. I'm like you, a fast-paced business person or entrepreneur. And so the idea of meditation is really wonderful, but the application of it on a daily basis is just not happening. So That's the reason I'm sharing the idea of mindful breath in today's world, because we can do these simple and powerful tools with breath and mindset in like 30, 60, or 90 seconds. So they're really easy and powerful tools that really transform your energy. And there are several ways that we can utilize breath for business. for example, uh, when we take even just a few deep breaths, we become more present and mindful, and therefore we can think more clearly and make decisions with clarity rather than sort of in haste, like I'm sure you've met or, or work with or know several people that you know, work on autopilot and their devices really dictate where their attention goes with constant, you know, pop-up notifications and all of that, breath is a way to bring you back to being present and focused.
1: That, that is so great. So if someone feels like they're uh, sort of spiraling out of control, Mm -hmm. or maybe they're feeling like they can't focus or Um, they're they're spinning a lot of plates, if I'm hearing you correctly, you know, stopping and using this mindful, as you say, this mindful breath can help them recenter themselves?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And
1: more people than
2: not are working from that sort of sense of chaotic busyness rather than productivity. So yes, it's a great tool for focus, for productivity, for creativity, for empowerment, and all different sorts of facets in business.
1: Okay. So I don't want to ask this question. Because it sounds to me like it's the kind of thing that you can do in the moment. So I guess my question is, is is this the kind of thing that we want to – set up as a practice or is it something we want to have so like a a, in our toolbox so that when we find ourselves in that situation or is it a combination
2: that's a great question it's it's a combination it's definitely a practice and it's something that once you begin to integrate it into your day it becomes second nature so that the practice is just easily part of your daily routine. And what I mean by that is, in the book, Breathe to Succeed, I cover like a whole bunch of a variety of different breath techniques and mindset tools. And people are welcome to customize them in a way that works for every person individually. There's no wrong way or right way to do these. Unlike meditation, where a lot of people get that you know, analysis paralysis when they start to do meditation and they think, am I doing it right? I'm having all these thoughts. I shouldn't be thinking. Breath is just, it's easy. And and if you start with, let's say the idea of three deep breaths and a positive thought, I mean, we can do that in under one minute. And so that's Where it becomes a practice. And maybe in the beginning, like today, you could start, or or listeners could start by setting a reminder on their phone three times a day. And what does that mean? When the alarm goes off, it means you just stop, you take three deep breaths, and you have a positive thought about an energy, for example, that you want to manifest, whether it's confidence or focus or patience. And you just say to yourself, I am calm, or I am patient. And you take three deep breaths. That's all it takes to literally transform your energy. And that's not just crazy yoga talk. It's science. And I do include a bunch of these pop-ups in the book called It's Science. Because when you take a deep breath through your nose, even just one deep breath, you're automatically connecting to the part of your brain that regulates emotion. And It's our choice how we think and feel throughout the day, but often, and I'm guilty too, often we tend to leave that to default and we just continue at this fast, chaotic pace so that we get things done. But having this practice and setting reminders, your body then begins to crave it and it becomes second nature. So it's, it's not even a practice at that point. It's just something that's part of your day.
1: Wow, that is wild. I was just, I was in a meeting this morning and I was just talking to this woman about, um, about meditation and it was it's so interesting and, and focus and that kind of thing. And this is, um, I, I think the thing that we were struggling with was something you said earlier about, you know, having to do meditation, especially when your brain is full of so many things is really hard to do for a, a prolonged period of time. It's hard to stay focused on it. And so you end up feeling sometimes worse. Yes. Than when you started.
2: Yes. And that's why these tools, like there's there's a certain way to breathe called bumblebee breath. And it can take, you know, 15 seconds and it's a way to immediately clear your mind because we don't have like an on-off switch for our thoughts. But when you just utilize these breath techniques, it literally will clear your head. So you can be focused, you can tap into your creativity. And also another scientific point is that we really need that sort of blank canvas in our mind's eye in order to tap into our creativity. And so when you do a certain breath like bumblebee breath, it clears your mind, you don't have to wonder if you're doing it right, or um, you just do it, and your mind feels much more clear and open for creativity, and a lot of people also think of meditation in regard to, singularly to, oh, I, I need to chill out or I need to calm down, and meditation and breath can both do that, but breath techniques can also be empowering. So. You know, if you need to feel confident before a meeting or before a difficult conversation with an employee or a vendor or a partner, there's certain breath breath techniques and mindset tools that you can do together quickly that will prepare you for your optimal energy and your best mindset. And we all know how things start to align really easily and really well when our mind and body are connected and you're in that zone and you're working from this place of clarity and confidence and productivity. I mean, what feels better than that? right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think we should stay feeling, you know, really tense and wound up like a top. I know, but we do. We do just because that's what we know. And we
2: get into like this vicious cycle. And I'm here to tell people that like, we need to end that cycle. And it's easier than you think. End it. It's it. it, You can do it today. I mean, let's take like one deep breath right now. Even maybe we can just let's take a long, deep inhale and exhale. I mean, right? That just felt good. It's that (laughs) simple. Like the one deep breath. Can just get you back to realizing, okay, I was working at that chaotic pace again. And um, what's interesting too, and I found from a lot of my breath workshops, is that people realize that the small decisions that we make all day long really turn out to be pretty big decisions later. And when we make those decisions from that place of chaotic madness and default energy and autopilot. We've made these these decisions that end up setting us back or sabotaging our success. Whereas, if we just mindfully breathed a few times more every day, we would start to make decisions that lead us closer to our goals rather than further away.
1: Wow, that is huge. Yeah, I can absolutely yeah. Well, simple for you, but I'm (laughs) hoping that people are listening to this and going, "Wow, I never thought of it that way," because like, I always say short-term decisions have long-term consequences. They do. They do. They do. And, and, it, and it goes right along with what you're saying. that it, it, I never thought about it that way, that if you're in this just, you know, kinetic mindset and you're making decisions, you're making them not necessarily from the best place, you're just making them, right? Yes. And, and yeah. And then not even thinking about what the possible consequences can be.
2: No. Instead, we just want to check it off the list. And while that feels good, it it, it takes so much more time to repair these mistakes than it does to take an extra minute before you make decisions or have conversations or respond to people. Those things are difficult to repair. So with mindful breath as a practice, you start to be able to respond better rather than reacting quickly and you know, these are things that I struggle with every day. And so I it's it's just it's really nice to know that you can empower yourself in the moment. And really self awareness is, is really the first step for people to like you said, it's it's like, wow, I didn't even realize I was doing that. It's the self awareness that's Step number one, like people should not be judgmental, but take a look at their patterns during the day and start to realize, oh yeah, by 10 o'clock I'm already impatient, or um, I've been, you know, scrolling emails and, and letting other people tell me where my attention's going to go. And you've sort of lost sense of your priorities for the day. And so right. being aware of your thoughts and energy and attention. Is key in getting started.
1: Okay, that makes so much sense to me. And and um, I think one of the things that I just thought was so important that you were talking about is it takes so much more time and work and energy to fix something mm-hmm. if you make a really quick, short-term, you know, uh, stressed whatever decision about something that while some people might think, okay, hang on a second, I don't have time to do anything. I, I, so stopping and breathing is just not in the cards. They need to stop and think, okay, wait a second, pay me now, pay me later. If I stop and take the time now to breathe three times deeply, I, it's going to save me time in the long run.
2: Exactly. And not only does it save you time, it makes your goals easier to reach. And it makes, it's, you start to connect with people on a more meaningful basis. And as you know, relationships in business are really the most valuable asset. And if we're not taking time, if everything that we do is transactional, and we're not taking time to really connect with people, it, that's just not a great way to do business. And so when you're mindful and you're communicating better and you're connecting better, you're building these long-term relationships that will be so beneficial to your business.
1: Boy, absolutely. And what's so interesting is I I was reading an article by one of the um, contributing editors It was an email that I got of uh, Inc.com and he was talking about politeness and how it's really important in communication. And he didn't necessarily know whether he was buying into that until (laughs) he, he, you know, really explored it. And I'm thinking about that article now in context of what we are talking about and realizing that part of what he was talking about was if you stop for a minute and you think about how you're going to frame what you're going to say it can have a dramatically different impact on the result that you're going to get than if you just shoot from the hip.
2: Yes, that's exactly it. And it's so important. Um, Yes. Intent is really critical before you shoot off an email intent and also your voice and Yes, it's really important yeah. to take the time to. And also, if something, if you really, as you're writing something, think it might not come across the way you want it to come across, there's still that option of actually picking up the phone. Can you imagine? Wait a minute. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I don't love picking up the phone, but every single time that I do, I always hang up thinking that went so well, that went yeah. so much better than an email. And usually you expedite the situation and you close the deal or you you make so much more progress when you actually speak with someone. So yes, that's that's a great example of email, either being doing it well, or if you feel like you can't do it that well, pick up the phone.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Go old school, right?
1: Right. There's a reason why it's still there. Right. Yes. Your phone is not just a camera. It is. No. A phone. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> okay. What is bumblebee breathing? Okay. So bumblebee breathing,
2: I can kind of explain it for your listeners. It's, it's pretty simple. Um, you, you, let's do it together, and maybe okay. listeners can do it as well because it really is this cool uh, technique that you'll feel the first time that you do it and the way that you do it is you take a long deep inhale and before you exhale you use your thumbs to close your ears and you use the rest of your forefingers to cover your eyes and during the entire exhale you make a buzzing sound like a bee and it sounds like this hmm. All the way out on the exhale. And I'll walk you through it one more time so your listeners can actually do it. And then we'll talk about how it made you feel. So take a long, deep inhale. And then close your ears with your thumbs. Cover your eyes and make that humming sound on the exhale. And if you do that three times. Say for example you start to really clear out your mind did you feel like that vibration
1: yes that's exactly and, what I was thinking it would sort of shake everything up
2: yes and if you visualize at the same time sort of dissipating all of those tabs that were open in your mind it like all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh yes now your head is clear And you're open for more ideas and more creativity. And that's why they say like our best ideas come to us when we're in the shower or or walking on the beach It's because you need your mind to be not focused on something else in order to be open to new ideas. So that's a simple technique. And I just shared that technique at um, WW, which is uh, Weight Watchers was formerly known as Weight Watchers. Now they're all about wellness, and it's called WW. And I did a workshop there last week, and the CEO of WW really loved the bumblebee breath because, as you can imagine, her mind is always moving very quickly. And um, she really loved that bumblebee breath in particular. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I absolutely. I can see it. And one of the things I like about it is it, it is um, internal noise. Yes. Which clears out all the other internal noise.
2: Exactly. It really, it's just, it, it just goes wow. to show you that there again is a tool that in under 30 seconds, you can shift your energy. And I opened the book, um, Breathe to Succeed, with a quote that is, Fear is excitement without breath. It's by Robert Heller, that quote. And I love that quote because. It really exemplifies the fact, exactly like what we just did, that breath transforms energy. And we can do that. We don't have to wait for the gym session or the meditation app or the yoga class. We can do it when we need to manifest a certain energy. It's right there. It's within us. We just need to move from shallow breath, which is also um, a cause of stress, just the idea that we're constantly using this shallow breath that's automatic, um, it, it does not help with our health and well-being. And it sort of allows us to be more in like a sort of state of chronic low, low stress. Um, so even just taking like one or two deep breaths to get out of that shallow breathing, it, it shifts, it transforms immediately.
1: Okay, this this just like popped into my head, so I have to ask you this question. So my daughter says that I, um, I guess that I sigh a lot, but what I realized was I take a deep breath a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. It must
1: just, it must be the way that I'm exhaling must be quick, I guess, because, right, uh-huh. I, I'm doing... Like that, and that's she thinks I'm great. It's like I'm that's upset like, about
2: something. <laughs> no, it's like music to my ears, and, <laughs> and you should let her know that that is how you're letting go of stress, and maybe she might start to do it as well, and if she shifts her perspective also, because maybe it does make her uncomfortable to think, oh, you're, you're stressed, or, you know, um, yeah. but let her know, though, no, that's how I'm letting out my stress, and it feels really good, and you should try it. And then maybe she'll do it as well because it is, it's a great thing that you're doing and you're uh, just clearing your mind and body and letting negative energy go and to sigh it out feels really good. There's, there's several different yoga techniques with breath where you, your mouth is closed and so you don't make that sound, but it's wonderful when you let it out with a sigh. It feels great.
1: Oh, I keep doing that. I feel guilty about it. <laughs> no, I know I'm feeling terrible. I was like, no, because she, she would say to me, what's the matter? It's like, nothing is the matter. Why? Because I don't even notice I'm doing it anymore. Well, now I notice it because she brought it to my attention. Yeah. I, I wasn't even noticing. She's like, what, you a lot? And I'm thinking, no, I don't. And then I thought, well, maybe I'm just trying to get a big breath. But now that yeah. I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, no. <laughs> I'm just, you know, trying to clear myself.
2: But she's right in the way that some people do do that, like at, at yeah. the point of exasperation. And so she's just not familiar with it as a form of de-stressing. And so it can yeah. be really good. And there's a, there's a breath that I talk about in the book that I also do in workshops called Lion's Breath. And that's exactly what you're talking about, but it's like times 10. And I'll do it with you right now. Again, maybe the listeners, again, because it's super simple, they can they can just do this as well. And okay. the way it looks it, or sounds in this case is you take a really long, deep inhale with your eyes closed. And on the exhale, um, I'll do it in a second, but on the exhale, you stick your tongue out really far and you open your eyes so that they're bulging and you sigh it out like this. <sighs> and so it's like a way to exorcise negative energy immediately. And so maybe you could teach that to your daughter as well so yeah. that it's actually like like, doing that, that sigh that you do but doing it really mindfully and organically with this lion's breath. So do you want to do one? I'll walk you through it. Yeah, sure. Okay. So long deep inhale with your eyes closed. Exhale, bold your eyes open, stick your tongue out and make like a loud sigh. And, it's, and they call it lion's breath because it's supposed to make you feel fierce like a lion yeah, afterward. And I can see that right and it's one of those breath tools that i taught my boys when they were young like and they would you know like in the sandbox and some kid does something annoying and it's okay because you can just take a lion's breath and let it go and they're 21 and 23 today and they still access lion's breath just to get rid of immediate frustration and i don't know uh, you know it's also great like when you're driving not with the eyes closed part but (laughs) but with your eyes open and you just take a long deep inhale and you exhale with that big sigh and you mindfully let go of any frustrations that you have or negative thoughts and that's another thing that breath is great for um is and the great news is, is, that it's never too late to rewire your brain. So if you've had these negative thoughts on loop in your mind, um, you can reprogram them with positive thoughts and even top level CEOs that I've met along the way, they say, yes, they've, they've had for decades these negative life experiences, um, these negative loops of dialogue in their mind. And it, it, it's just it's never too late to swap those out for a better story and the way that you do that is you you breathe into a positive mantra or a sentence or a word and on the exhale you breathe out that old negative thought or phrase or sentence or story and you can empower yourself. And before you know it, you've reprogrammed yourself and you're into a better state of positive thought, positive energy. And again, that makes it easier to manifest positive outcomes.
1: Right. And that I I absolutely know to be true that, that there is such um, uh, an impact on our bodies and our psyche with um, the thoughts that we choose And the words that we choose, so, you know, that the negative can have a real detrimental impact on our physical being, you know, on our health and our just overall wellness. And that just, you can turn it around like almost instantly by just changing the way you're thinking about it and thinking about positive things. I've experienced that myself and I didn't necessarily believe it at the time that I decided to try it
2: Mm -hmm. and it worked. It really does. The power of our thoughts are so important. And when I first started my business back in 1993, um, I, I, I had no business background. I have a degree in broadcasting and journalism. And so I went to the bookstore to buy some books about how to launch a business and They were written by MBAs and professors, and I did not understand the lingo, so I returned those books, and I ended up buying books by Tony Robbins and Deepak Chopra, and I realized that if I believed that I could do something, that was all I needed, that I could learn about the business as I went.
1: Right. Exactly. So that's... Yeah. Yeah. It's simple.
2: And I I have a quote from the book um, about the power of your thoughts. Can I share that?
1: Yes, please do.
2: Okay, good. It is from Susan Reynolds. She's the author of Fire Up Your Writing Brain. And she says, your thoughts form your character, how you operate in the world, how far you travel mentally, physically, and spiritually. You are what you think you are, and all of your actions proceed from thought. Your inner thoughts will always be reflected in your outer circumstances, because self-generated changes in your life are always preceded by changes in the way you think about something. As far as your brain, every thought releases brain chemicals.
1: Wow, that is huge. Isn't
2: that powerful?
1: Yeah, very. Very. Yeah, this is... This is why, you know, this is such a great subject. That this whole, you know, breathing and the power of it, because people don't realize that they really have the tools that they need to change the way they're showing up, the way they're interacting, and therefore the results that they're getting.
2: So true. It's really it's up to us to choose our thoughts. And not only daily, but like every hour and every minute. And we've all been at that place where we're so angry and frustrated about something. And then we continue to make decisions from that place or continue to send emails from that place. And then it's like, oh, we're like, oh, well that went wrong. I'm sure everything else is going to go wrong today. And just like I said, if, if you believe that, that's what's going to happen. And so I catch myself when one thing goes wrong i let myself wallow in that frustration for a few minutes or something but then i find a way to make a solution from that place of okay i'm going to solve this problem and then i'm going to move on with some positive momentum because there's no reason that this should disrupt the whole day yeah. whereas you know otherwise it just it can pile up because you think it will sure. and it will
1: Sure. It's all about your outlook, right? I, I catch myself doing the same thing. You know, it's so easy to say, well, this day's going to hell. And then <laughs> yep. stop yourself and go, okay, well, no, it's not. I'm done. It, you know, that crap is over. I'll turn around yep. three times. And then, uh, I'm, you know, whatever I got to do, I'm going to do. Uh, speaking of whatever I got to do, I got to take a sponsor break. So hang with me and then okay. we'll continue talking on the other side. Sure. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up at our link, which is audibletrial.com/businessgrowth, you get one free audiobook and a one-month trial of the service. Some examples of books you can listen to on Audible.com are "Breathe to Succeed" by our guest Sandy Abrams and "Leading Loyalty" by Lena Renee. So visit AudibleTrial.com/businessgrowth, explore the books that are of interest to you, and receive one free audiobook when you sign up for the trial. As I mentioned, we are speaking with Sandy Abrams today about the power of breathing when it comes to succeeding. So. Um, are there, I I wanted to sort of circle back to what you were talking about before about, um, at first making it a practice, like an intentional practice and, and setting a timer. Are there times of the day that you think are better for people to focus on breathing or is it up to them? What's your stance?
2: Yes. I think first thing in the morning is really the best place to start um, because a lot of us tend to wake up and we're already worried about can we fit everything in or um, you're worried about what you missed yesterday or something that happened and so I think it's really important that you take, even if it's just three minutes or five minutes in the morning, to focus on your priorities for the day and decide to commit to choosing how you wanna feel, how you're gonna think, and setting up your mindset in that positive way. Um, It's really important. And there've been several books over the past couple of years um, that share these secrets from super successful CEOs, and they all are extremely protective of their first few minutes and even their first hour of the day. They will not immediately grab their phone or check email. They protect that time like nothing else because they want it for themselves and their family and their quiet centering, grounded time in the morning. It's really, morning ritual is a really powerful practice that's been proven to really lead to success on many levels.
1: So as you were talking about that, um, a thought that came to my mind is that women uh, have a bad habit of foregoing self-care for caring for everybody else. Yes. So this feels like this is something that is tr- could be tremendously important for women to embrace this idea of first thing in the morning. It's not a lot of time, you know. It's completely manageable, and it can impact the rest of their day and therefore how well they are able to care for other people. Is that fair to Yes. You?
2: Yes, it's fair and such a great point. I'm so glad you brought it up because um, yes, even just think about three minutes in the morning as self-care and empowerment. And it's true. We can't help others if we are, aren't are in a good place. So I think if if women could just Allow them, you know, it's not like we, we have to go to the spa in the morning or set up this elaborate setup. It's literally just sitting up in bed, taking three deep breaths and deciding to have that positive mindset and to just go inward for 90 seconds and just be grateful for the day and just empower yourself with You know, nobody knows better than yourself what you need to hear on any particular day or in any specific moment. And so just tell yourself those words you need to hear. That's self-care. And breathe in a few mindful breaths and let yourself feel optimistic. And I have this another quote in the book that that talks about this, um, how important it is to feel optimistic and be positive. And it's from... You know, there's a reason that a lot of big corporate brands have these chief mindfulness officers, and Chade Meng Tan was one of the first at Google, and um, he has this quote that is really powerful. It says, people who are optimistic react to setbacks from a presumption of personal power. They feel that setbacks are temporary, are isolated to particular circumstances, and can eventually... Be overcome by effort and abilities. In contrast, people who are pessimistic react to setbacks from a presumptive, from a pres- presumption of personal helplessness. They feel that setbacks are long-lasting, generalized across their lives, and are due to their own inadequacy, inadequacies, and therefore cannot be overcome. And I just think that's really a great quote that. If we can take that and give ourselves that self-care of positive thoughts and optimism in the morning, it's, it'll start the day off so well. And then we will be able to give back to our, our family and our colleagues and everyone in, in a more meaningful way and while we still can feel full and whole.
1: And, and when we start doing it, it feeds off of itself right? We see yes. the the successes, we see the accomplishments, we see the positive results. So then just naturally, then you want more of them. So you feel even more optimistic, I would think.
2: Absolutely. Positive begets more positive. And one other technique that's really easy in the morning as we're talking about is if you think about it and I'd love to ask you, do you ever close your eyes during the day after you've woken up and before you go back to bed? Do you ever take 30 seconds or 60 seconds to actually close your eyes to go inward and reset?
1: No, I don't think so.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most
1: people I mean, don't. I a nap, but I don't. Right, the, no. Don't the I'm nap.
2: not talking about the nap. Most people don't and That's why I felt comfortable asking you because the answer is mostly no. And that's another really simple tool that even first thing in the morning, like once you've opened your eyes, maybe with your first three deep breaths, close them again and try this midday and late afternoon. It's like closing your eyes and taking three deep breaths is like espresso, for your mind it's like it it gives you this lift that is so powerful it's hard to explain but literally closing your eyes sort of if you visualize like a curtain like blackout curtains going down it immediately takes you inward and shuts out all of the outside distractions and for a moment you can let go of your laptop or your phone or you know, anything and just really go inward. But the, but that one tool, that one piece of closing your eyes for the deep breaths is really powerful.
1: I'm going to try that
2: because
1: I can see it. Like when you say it, it makes total sense. I I wouldn't have ever thought to do it. Um, but, but it certainly makes sense. Okay. And, and so do companies really have chief mindfulness officers?
2: Yes, they really do. So Google was one of the first with Meng Tan, and he now has a company called Search Inside Yourself. And since then, companies like Aetna, they have a chief mindfulness officer. And Hyatt, just last year, hired a chief well-being officer. And SAP has one, and Deloitte. There's a reason, and it's because... Technology has revolutionized the way that we do business, and working at the pace of tech is just not sustainable. And so, big corporate brands realize that they need to put the health and well-being of their employees first, because otherwise, they're going to start to lose top talent and people who are just working at the pace of technology. They're going to start to get sick and not be at work as often and not do quality work because they're not focused, they're not grounded. And so there are now programs and resources that these companies are offering to their employees to keep them healthy and well and focused and creative and productive. And it's awesome. Everybody needs to start to focus on keeping well for business.
1: Okay, so... (laughs)
2: it really is simple
1: mindfulness officer do
2: well for example etna um last week i was at this the first of its kind uh, a, a conference called the workplace wellness leadership summit at the garrison institute um it was hosted by a company called the international well building institute and they focus on building office space that enhances uh, our health and wellness while we're at work. And so it was a group of already leaders and visionaries in this workplace wellness space. And I moderated a panel and the chief mindfulness officer of Aetna, Andy Lee was on the panel and he talked about the programs that they have. Um, They have a mindfulness center at Aetna headquarters. Aetna has 49,000 employees. And so they are all now uh, allowed to take advantage. Um, and not only are they allowed to take advantage, they're encouraged to take advantage of incentives and programming and resources that are curated by Andy and his team. And that includes um, yoga classes and a whole slew of different classes and resources that can be done online for people that work remotely or that can be done in their Mindfulness Center. So yeah, there's really amazing programs that are out there, and I'm hoping that these big corporate brands will start to the the importance of it will start to trickle down from them into people like us, like small entrepreneurial businesses, where we have to do it all ourselves. And so we'll start to realize that if these big companies have full time chief mindfulness officers, that we need to allow a little time for that in our entrepreneurial lives too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of, of entrepreneurial life, how did you get, how did you start seeing the effects of breath in your entrepreneurial uh, journey?
2: I started in yoga class and I talk about this in the very beginning of my book. I was known as the girl who left yoga class right before Shavasana (laughs) and Shavasana is the last like three minutes or five minutes of class where you lie still. And I never understood the value of being still. I just, I was not wired for it. And the teachers would ask me, why are you leaving? Shavasana is the most important pose. And it was one day when I was trying to get into this Shavasana pose that I had an aha moment because it worked. I took my three deep breaths, my eyes were closed, and I felt this centered, empowered feeling of stillness. And it changed the game for me. And what I realized was, it made me curious, like, how else? Could I, where else could I take those three deep breaths and take them off the mat and into my business life, which was stressful and fast and impulsive often. So I took those three deep breaths into my office with me. And before I walked into a meeting or before I picked up the phone to call a big chain store buyer, I would take three deep breaths and be mindful about what I wanted to do. I would be strategic about turning my positive thoughts into action that was mindful and strategic. And that's where it changed the game. And I wrote about it back in 1998 in the spa industry, which is where I sold my product. But that was a long time ago. And that was before social media. And there was no you know, feedback on that. But I continued to utilize the power of breath and mindset in business and I felt called over the past couple of years while talking at women's entrepreneurial events and small business conferences. And I started to see the burnout and anxiety and stress in today's constantly connected lifestyle. And I realized that I could share these simple and powerful tools. And it really just boils down to even the power of three deep breaths. And that's why I wrote breathe to succeed because these tools are game-changing in your entrepreneurial life or in your life as an employee or in your life as a leader of teams. Anywhere on the spectrum, from employee to leader to CEO, these tools will help you engage better, think better, be more productive, have more clarity, more patience. It's, it's really when you're working from that optimal energy it, everything changes and things align and you get into that zone more often than not.
1: Well, I, I am a true believer. I, it, it's so funny when you were telling the story about how you were the, the girl who always left early, it, it got me thinking about <laughs> a friend of mine said to me a couple of years ago, well, do you meditate? I said, no, I don't meditate. I'm too high strung to meditate. Like I've yep. known my whole life. I couldn't do it. And I left them that conversation. I went, Boy, that's like the, one of the dumbest things I've ever said <laughs> in my entire life. I just sort of set myself up for not being able to do this thing. I'm going to give it a try. And so I did. And I realized, you know what, I can do it. I, I've, I have a bit of a struggle with it because it is so, you know, it, it's um, it's just for an extended period of time, I can't do it. But I can do it for short periods of time. So I, I might be doing what you're talking about and not even realize that I'm doing it. Well, and of course, I'm sighing a lot. So Yes, you're I doing I am. it. Absolutely. Right See, and if I can do it, being high strung, and I'm not as high strung as I used to be either. I'm much calmer.
2: Yes, it's because of the sighing. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. And you are doing it. And I like to say that breath is meditation at the speed of business. And it, it, it is. Oh, that's great.
1: So. That is great. I love that. That makes me feel good. Absolutely. Cause you know, then we feel like we can do it. That's very empowering.
2: Absolutely. It's accessible.
1: This is so great. Will you tell the listeners how they can get your book and how they can find you and everything you got going on, please?
2: Yes, thank you. So Breathe to Succeed is available in all bookstores and online on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or any anywhere that you like to shop for books. My website is theCEom.com, as you mentioned earlier, and they can sign up on theceo.com for my newsletter, or I love connecting with people on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm at Sandy Abrams.
1: Terrific. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. I think this is a really important topic for this audience to embrace. And I'm hoping they will. Uh, guys, seriously, if I can do it, you can do it. So. That's right. Thank it.
2: you so much, Diane. I appreciate you having me on to share this with your community. Thank you. Uh,
1: I, you know what? I, I am thrilled to be able to do it. And speaking of the community, thank you to all the listeners. You guys are the reason we are here. And uh, our sponsor, if you would like to get a free trial of audible.com as well as a free audiobook, you know, you could get Sandy's book because it's on Audible, <laughs> uh, just go to audibletrial.com slash business growth to sign up. And as always, continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day.
0: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
1: Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball.
0: Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use
2: it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying.
0: The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico, yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico, fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line?
2: Uh, the only line I see here on the script is "Get options based on your budget with the Name and Price tool from
1: Progressive." Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? i'm sorry i'm gonna need a few more minutes <clears throat> bulbous walrus the bulbous walrus
0: the name your price tool only from
1: progressive the owl and afoul of the comatose cock
0: swain. progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
1: coming up on five minute news i'm anthony davis